Thursday, as Jody likes to say, it feels like Friday. She likes the fi- Friday feeling on Thursday, mm-hmm. right? It's, it can be there if you let it. Yeah. Let it in. Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude. Brought to you by Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this uh, Mark this day down because it's a great day in food history. Is it? Uh, yes. I don't know how these people have done this. You know the whipped cream in the can? You know. <laughs> Do I know it? Ready whip? You're ready whip. Uh, some company... They just introduced this. They've come up with a way to put ranch or blue cheese dressing in a can like that. Uh, so you can go on top creamy ranch or blue cheese. But realize that's for like chicken wings or carrots or. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just talking just about the, it on. the delivery method. You know, that is yeah, as long pretty as, cool. As long as you don't mix it up with the whipped cream, you're good, you know? Sounds yeah. gross. Nothing like dipping uh, your celery in whipped cream or mm, putting, mm. putting ranch on your ice cream. Uh, look, look for that one in stores probably soon. Kellogg's yeah. has a new cereal uh, that's going to bring a burst of freshness to your mouth. It's an elf. On, they have a bunch of different elf on the shelf cereals that Kellogg's yeah. has. Wow. And this new one, it's going to have something in the cereal that makes it feel icy cold, like a snowball. I don't need that. Well, we got the cereals that turn the milk colors. That's odd to me. Yeah. But I mean, I'm Uh, not a candidate for Elf on the Shelf cereal. Some kind of frosty star pieces and mini marshmallows. When you bite into it, it's like... You know, the best part of that is... mint. Make Rice Krispie... No, not Rice Krispie. Here we go again. Cereal treats for Christmas out of that cereal, and then you're spot on. It it would look cool and taste good, too. Got another new M&M flavor. This one's coming uh, next year in February. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called Caramel Cold Brew. Yeah. And it'll be the first one that features purple on the label. Oh, yay. But she won't be in the bag. She'll just be on the label. Still. I like purple. And uh, we got some new jelly beans, too, from Jelly Belly. Uh, Butterbeer flavored. Hmm. Butterbeer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Harry Potter Harry Potter butterbeer. Sorry, you didn't read past page 80, so you're not really sure about that You're right. Yeah, so you can look for that one. And um, if you're a Trader Joe's fan and you've been bummed because they took away the samples before COVID, mm-hmm. they're back. They're, they're coming back now at Trader Joe's. Uh, I know they were back at Costco when I went a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, they are. But uh, Trader Joe's has been the last holdout. They're coming back now. Okay. Finally. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider at 620. Everything we know already about the... Yellowstone prequel series 1923, and then coming to you next, Terry, 877-310-4MSJ. 877-310-4MSJ to join us anytime. Good morning, Terry. Hello, good morning. Hi. How are you? I'm good, how are you? We are good. good. Do you want to tell us about the movie that stuck with you your whole life? Yes, I have an older sister. She's four years older than me. Mm-hmm. And um, so way back in the day, I sound young. I promise I'm not. <laughs> um, the original Exorcist. Yes, mm. yes, yes. Because, yeah. you know, I did everything with her, right? So sure. she's watching this movie, so I'm going to watch it with her. And mm-hmm. I was probably like eight or nine. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, man. And I, I have never been able to watch it since. Good. I am 48 years old. Good. Um, and I have never been. I can't watch the see, the remake. I can't watch it either. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why would you? There's no, there's no, uh, oh. you don't need to make that a goal if it really scared you. No. <laughs> it is not a goal of mine at all. It is not. I guess shout out to the maker of the original Exorcist because that's the one that people just don't even, they just can't shake it. Yeah. Once you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And not one I've ever been interested in. 
to watch. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Terry. We appreciate the call. Mm. It's too many. There's too much hype about it. <laughs> too many yeah, times. This this just, is the story. I mean, we had black and white zombie movies and yeah. creatures from Black Lagoons, but I think The Exorcist might have been the it first wins. one to really like. Ah, jeez, it, it wins. Yeah, I think it really stuck. Um, but it pushes the spiritual bounds. I mean, it, it really pokes into greatest fears. Mm-hmm. You know, it does. Yeah. And um, unforgettable images and sounds. Yeah. Um, Louise sent us an email that says, my husband was allowed to watch whatever he wanted starting in first grade. So under the age of 10, he saw both The Exorcist and Halloween. Hmm. Now he cannot walk through a dark room. He has to turn on every single light. (laughs) Well, you know, so parents of young kids listening, it does affect you. It does stay with you your whole life. Yep. And there's the overcorrection of not letting them see anything, and then they're hungry for it by the time they're 16, and they're just, or but there's there's the slow, you know, introduction of things age appropriate. Yeah, not in first grade. Right. All right, eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ to join us anytime. Coming up next, your first Hollywood outsider. Everything we know about the Yellowstone prequel, nineteen twenty three. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Indeed. We now know a little bit more about the upcoming prequel series, 1923, which is a prequel to Yellowstone. It happens after the events of... 1888. Thank you. 1883. 1880 something. And before the events of Yellowstone. In the present. 1932 was what they first released. And then we... Wait, whoa, it's 1923 is the correction. I wonder if that was literally just a flip, like a literally just a a typo when they Mm. first released it. Or if Taylor Sheridan, the creator, decided, you know what, let's go to let's start at nineteen twenty-three yeah. instead. I wonder if they just did the math and realized, right, the generations won't work out <laughs> yeah. that way. Anyway, we know it's Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren who have been cast as Jacob and Kara Dutton. That is huge. The husband and wife duo running the Yellowstone Ranch at the early part of the twentieth century during pandemics, historic droughts. The end of Prohibition and the Great Depression, all that happening um, to the Dutton family in the world at that time. And now we know it's going to come along. Man, so much going on in December. This year? So that'll be right after the start of the new season of Yellowstone. Yellowstone Yellowstone starts in November. We've got the clock set. Don't worry. I can't wait. I really can't. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Got some ways for you to save some money for the holidays. Specifically Halloween, two ways to save on costumes this year. Two ways to save on Halloween costumes this year. Just two that I want to throw out, but we have real experience, real life experience with this. Okay. okay and we'll tell you the stories. You mean like take a sheet off the bed, cut two holes no, in a ghost? No. Oh. Thanks, though, for adding that, Sam. Mm-hmm. No. Number one is something you did benefit from a couple of years ago, Sam, and you're about doing this, what? especially for Halloween. Just start early. Hit uh, resale shops and Goodwill oh, and yeah. all of that. You don't, even if you don't know what you're looking for, that's perfect. The time I was in a Goodwill shop or a consignment shop a couple of years back, I was looking for something very specific for Phoebe Mm -hmm. that year, um, our youngest daughter, Murph. I can't remember what I was looking for for her when I found, I swear I heard music. It was scary music when I saw it. I was like, (gasps) it was one of those suits, like like a Michael Myers suit, 12 bucks or six bucks. In the coveralls? Coveralls, that's it. And I called Sam. I'm like, you ha- you have a Michael Myers mask? And he goes, yeah. Why? Because $6 and you're him. And I bought it for you. Yeah. And it rocks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Best six dollars you ever spent. All I added was the name tag. I know. Hi, my name is Michael. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it was my favorite thing. Yeah. Anyway, that I mean, I wasn't looking for that. Those, you weren't even looking for it. Yeah, and those stores too. You got to know that they have all kinds of ball gowns and prom dresses that you can and do got stuff to. Old tuxedos. I mean. You can have just fun. buy a $10 tuxedo and go to work on it. Turn yourself into Beetlejuice. Yeah. I bought myself a really loud green tie at Goodwill once, and then I was Joker that year. Yeah. And that Joker tie was important mm. to my suit. Um, so that's the number one way. Hit Goodwill and consignment now. Yeah. They know you're coming in for Halloween yeah. stuff. You'll find scrubs. You'll find military yeah, stuff. Scrubs. You'll find everything. You'll yeah. find ideas. Yeah. And you'll find them for good prices. So Probably. that's my first piece of advice. The second one is um, if you don't want to spend a bunch of money on a costume, but you sort of have ideas, call your friends. Call the neighbors. See if they'll trade with you. Yeah. I have a ton of old out, you know, Halloween stuff that belonged to the girls that's just sitting there. That I would share with friends and friends who have kids that don't want to yeah. drop a couple of hundred dollars on costumes. You know what I yeah. mean? Phoebe did that last year, one year recently. She borrowed, it was like Edward Scissorhands from our cousin, your cousin Katie. Borrow. Coming up next. Sam has music news. Now Beyonce is in trouble again for using somebody else's music. Sam's Music News. Brought to you by Lowe's. Oh, Beyonce is uh, catching a little flack right now for apparently using somebody else's song without Mm. asking permission. It's on her new song, Alien Superstar. This is not the first time she's done this, right? Yeah, the song she apparently is using right here, you all know it. Right said. Yeah, I hear it. And the reason there's an issue is the guys in Right Said Fred said she never came and asked us if she Mm -hmm. could use it. And that's supposedly, you know, you either pay for it or you ask permission for it. And she apparently did neither. Now, she also did this album that she has out now, Renaissance. She also did this uh, with another song as she sampled Keyless's Milkshake. My milkshake brings all that boys. And when Keyless got He's upset and pointed it out, they right. took that sample off the album. I know. So, Instead of just paying for it, which yeah. is weird. But so okay. I don't know if they're going to do the same thing for this or not. I haven't heard anything from Beyonce yet. Interesting. And I wonder if that's really, you know, Beyonce's people or producers that are not doing that. That's certainly not her. Producers, she's, I mean, uh, Beyonce is the kind that works with like five or six producers on an album. So it could be one person grabbed it somewhere and didn't tell anybody. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. Thanks for getting me in trouble. Well, it's important. I mean, send the memo out now, Bay, because... You have to pay for that, and yeah. you, it's your name that, that gets in the headlines, and yeah. then you'll end up in court. Murphy, the other side of that is it's Beyonce, and she's got high-priced lawyers that should have you know, Caught it. cleared every, everything. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mm. This is really a cool story about Wolfgang Van Halen. You know, he played at both of the uh, Taylor Hawkins um, tribute concerts. In fact, he played Van Halen songs. Wolfgang says playing Panama and Hot for Teacher... He says that was his closure with his dad. He said he felt closure because my part of the show, the Taylor Hawkins show, was a tribute to my father. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to Van Halen and the entity surrounding the band, it's unfortunate that uh, people don't have their blank together, together. with uh-huh. interpersonal relationships. And he says that's been the curse of Van Halen its entire career. Yeah. So that talk about doing a Van Halen tribute, he said, mm, he it's doesn't... never going to happen. That's why he did his stuff here. Uh, are we going to get to see that stuff? Maybe they'll release it, the Taylor Hawkins stuff? YouTube. Go on YouTube. 
Sam, uh, Jody did something really cool the other night at the house. Yeah. She does cool things all the time, but... Uh, Anyway, this was one of those Jody busy evenings. Uh, you know, you're doing yoga. Mm-hmm. I think you had a couple of things back to back. I wasn't going to cook. It didn't feel like cooking. This is the first time I've experienced a board for one. Jody, Jody actually made a, a board, you know, for me. Instead of a full-blown charcuterie, it was just a, and it was awesome. Personalized well, board. Yeah. I was at the house getting things done, changing in my yoga stuff. I knew he was on the way home, and it's like... You know, I know that you kind of still rely on me to, whatever, come up with dinner. I did it for yeah. years when the kids were little. Well, yeah. Phoebe's gone, you know, having fast food or something like that. Taylor doesn't live with us anymore. And I'm like, I'm not cooking for just me or and Murph, especially if I'm going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. So I made him a board for one, and I just covered it and put it in the refrigerator. It's like, there's a surprise for you. Your carrots, dinner's in the fridge. Yeah, carrots and tomato and hummus and, uh, you know, cucumber. And a it had sandwich. Some, uh, yeah, pimento cheese, and then it had a little mm. piece of bread. It was awesome. The sandwich and all the stuff. Yeah. Board for one. You can do that. It's so cool. Yeah. When I got home, that board was annihilated. <laughs> was there were great. like two cucumber slices left. Um, from yeah, our- I actually questioned at one moment. It was it supposed to be a board for two? It was, <laughs> no, no, just for you. It was for one. From our Facebook page, um, Danielle says, my husband and I are really loving boards, and I attempted a pepperoni rose the other day, and even add a little nod to Murphy by adding some Swedish fish. <laughs> <laughs> I throw those on boards sometimes. We have them in the ho- at the house all the time because you yeah. use them to treat low blood sugars. Yeah. Uh, Maureen says, I love it. And I, when I posted the board that I said, look, dinner's ready. You just The food is beautiful. Just scooch it all together together hmm. and it looks beautiful and she's like scooch it all together my kind of instructions yeah <laughs> and christy says it all looks delicious i tried green grapes and cheddar cheese cubes for the first time the other day and oh my gosh hmm. it is so delicious yeah it goes together it does go together is it because the grapes are palate cleansing i think so there's something dry about yeah. a cheese and then it you works. have a grape and it I just cleans tried your... that what was that's a cheddar cheese that's a basic Yes, uh, yeah. like a hard, sharp cheddar is what we normally do. Mm-hmm. And with grapes, they really go, really goes hmm. together. Um, so you can check it out and send us what you like to throw on your boards. Uh, MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Scary movies that really stuck with you. We want to hear from you. Tom, we're coming to you next. 877-310-4MSJ. <laughs> Enjoy hearing from you the most, so join us, 877-310-4MSJ. And whether you realize it or not, there is something, a movie usually, or maybe it's a TV show, but a movie that you saw when you were younger, often, that just stays with you your whole life. Um, And we want to hear about it, so 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Tom? Oh, I'm I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, that's a start. That's the best start. Okay. <laughs> well, I know it's not much of a scary movie, but in Ghostbusters Two, the painting Vigo, mm-hmm. I, I I cannot bring myself to watch that movie ever again. Oh, it how, was an evil painting. How honest of you. Yeah, it really was. Right. <laughs> Certain little things, you know, I guess frighten different people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was I was a little kid, you know. I was coming into you know really early teenager, and I yeah. I, I I can't do it. Okay, <laughs> it's like those paintings where the eyes follow you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they just they creep me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you think, what's really behind that painting? <laughs> what's really in the right. painting? It makes you feel a certain way. And we know what was in the painting in Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that you brought right. this. Yeah, Tom. Oh, thank you, guys. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you, Tom. You too. I, Vigo, the scourge of Carpathia, the <laughs> sorrow of Moldavia. There it is. Yeah. Didn't mean to scare you, Tom. <laughs> There's the painting. I don't remember that one. I don't think that I, one didn't I, scare you. I don't think I saw Ghostbusters 2. I only well, saw then, the first one. Didn't well, that's much. why you wouldn't know it. Um, it's the little things you just never know. Remember the romantic movie Ghost? With Patrick, oh, yeah. Patrick yeah. Swayze and yeah. Demi Moore. And uh, I went on a date to that movie. And there is a part where, you know, when people die in that movie, yeah. something comes yeah. for them. Yeah. It scared me. It, yeah. I didn't it, like that. It hurt my heart. Yeah. When when that came out and I could, his Every, buddy at the end the when sound, he got it. Yeah. The Mm-mm. sound and then you, you got taken away. Yeah. That part I wasn't prepared for. And I was a little shaken up. About it yeah. in the theater, and my date sort of chuckled at me. Yeah, you know why that, that was, was scary. The, that was the first and last date. Yeah, I can see that being real. That's why it was scary. I know it. You know, zombies. No, that ain't real. Right. But that. Hmm. Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Indeed. It has been almost a year since cinematographer Helena Hutchins was killed on the set of the movie Rust, and. And Alec Baldwin was involved, and he, actually there's still a criminal investigation underway, but her family has settled with the movie's producers and the star, Alec Baldwin. They mm. have settled, and he even posted this week, we're grateful to everyone who contributed to the resolution of this tragic and painful situation. He posted that, um, and remember, he talked about it briefly in the media last year. Right. So no. you never pulled the trigger? No, no, no. I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. What did you think happened? So it's not clear how much money he has paid the family, but he did make her widower, her husband, an executive producer because Rust is going to be released. They're going to pick up filming again in January, and it's going to be released. I thought that would just be canned. I know, me too, but there are a lot of people who believe in the story, including the the husband. Um, And so this way, he will also, if he's a producer, he'll also get a portion of the profits. Yeah. Okay? And again, the settlement does not affect the criminal investigation. That's still... You know, may go forward. Does that seem a little weird to you? It does seem a little weird, but I will say this. When we first heard about this movie being made before the shooting, it's one of those stories that is going to be made. In Mm -hmm. other words, somebody wants to make it. It's that good of a movie, apparently. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Been talking about all these scary movies all week. How about the scariest witch ever in a movie? We have that coming up next. We've been sharing and hearing from you on, you know, things that scared you when you were younger that have stayed with you your whole life. We all have something and norm and, and we've been talking movies, but it could be almost anything. And we also have shared recently, and I feel strongly about it, about letting kids be the one, the ones to say when they're ready to watch something scary or when they are ready to walk in a haunted house, walk through, and not forcing them. It's an empowering thing to give them the choice. Yeah. Because they will, curiosity, they will try it. And then if they like it, then that feels empowering. They chose to do this and build a little confidence with it. And one of my favorite examples ever is also, we talk about all these movies and all these things, that how many of us were scared to death of the greatest witch who ever was, and that's the Wizard of Oz Wicked Witch. Going so soon? I wouldn't hear of it. Why, my little party's just beginning. 
<laughs> she was so good. I think she was my first experience with fear on screen. And she looked mm-hmm. like a witch. Yes. I, Even I when mean, she was like, on the bike. Hocus Pocus, it's kind of like, yeah, ha, ha. yeah. And some of those, uh, you get cartoony witches, whereas yeah. she had the pointy black hat, yeah. the white, I mean, the black outfit, green, green face. face. Isn't it wild how a movie that old it can be that scary. It's true. She really, I remember feeling scared inside of my heart, inside of my chest yeah. the first time I watched that as a little girl. And it was also, it's also one of my favorite stories of Phoebe. Taylor was always ready to watch anything, yeah. but Phoebe was slower to try things and we never forced. When she finally came to us and said, I'm ready to watch The Wizard of Oz, she was pretty small. So we got together on a Friday night in the living room. You remember this? Mm-hmm. I was sit- sitting in that big chair that we had and she was right by me on the floor next to Taylor on like a we had made her like a little sleeping bag pallet thing and watching that movie when the witch would come on she would tense up I watched her while we watched that movie and at the end when the bucket goes over the witch's head Phoebe stood up and like cheered (laughs) it was the cutest thing ever to watch her experience that you know and it just reminds me that it doesn't matter what it is if you don't think it's scary. If it ins- if it if it scares a child, it's very real to yeah. them. Yes, absolutely. And that's not even talking flying monkeys. <laughs> Three things you need to know today. Number one, it's true. Gas prices or go- are going to continue to rise as we yeah, go into the holidays. Gone up a little. Thanks to OPEC and the week. other countries who've joined together, and they're going to slash oil production. So mm-hmm. what's going to happen? We're going to be tapping into our nation's oil reserves. And um, so that means it's going to, like, 10 million barrels. Yeah. And that's by the Petroleum Reserve. And that means it gets higher for us. It already went up about 10 cents a gallon. Yeah, in the past week. In the past week. Yep. Number two, Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, Everybody's wondering about him right now, his head injuries. Oh, the multiple. concussion protocol, yeah. Right. So the doctor who first diagnosed this long-term concussion damage, the one that they made the movie about called Concussion, yeah. Dr. Bennett Omalu, um, he's raising red flags about it, and he has spoken out about it, and he thinks that Tua should retire, yeah. walk away. The quote is, if you love your life, your family, your kids, if you have kids, it's time to gallantly walk away and go find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Tua is listed as indefinitely out of action by the Miami, Miami Dolphins at this time. Okay. And number three, King Charles, set to be crowned in June. He's not crowned already? No, they do a whole ceremony, of course. It'll take place at Westminster Abbey. Um, It'll be like a global spectacle again. He'll be 74 when he is crowned, making him the oldest new monarch in history. That's three things to know today. I've got a little show and tell today, and I'm about to show you and tell you something that I'm having trouble even conveying how lovely a gesture this is. A friend of mine who I really only know online, her name is Nanette, she heard me mention once here that there, oh my goodness, that there's a redheaded holiday Barbie available this year in stores, except that it keeps Mm. selling out. Yeah. Like, I I feel like you can only find it online, and when it's available, it sells out quickly. And then there's regular blonde holiday Barbie, and there's there's a few to choose from. From, but the redheaded one was selling out. She found it for me oh. and gave her to me. And listen, guys, I'm not a doll. Like, I don't collect any dolls or anything like that. But when I was a little girl, you understand, Barbie meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I played with Barbie so much, and that's how I did my whatever you call that that you're doing. Role play. Projecting and role playing. It was through, through her. And so to see this 
And it's not the red Ronald McDonald hair. No. It's not hair that you that's unrealistically red. It looks looks like yours. Like red hair. She's gorgeous. <laughs> and she's holiday Barbie, which makes her extra special. Her dress okay? looks like a poinsettia. It does. And I want to show you this. There's so much I want to say right now. Number one, it's a small example, but it's real, about why representation does matter to people. When I was a little girl, if I would have seen this doll, she'd have been the only one for me. Yeah. You know, it would have changed my feeling about myself probably mm-hmm. so you, you think about that when you hear people say representation matters maybe it's hard for you to understand or you do understand it 100 yeah. percent. the other thing to know is that in the year 2022 oh my gosh there's more than one holiday barbie of it maybe you didn't know there's an asian mm. holiday barbie there's a redhead there's a blonde the beautiful classic um there's black american barbie barbie there is um a latina mm. Barbie and my friend who got this for me, she's connected, okay, in the Barbie doll world. Oh, oh, is okay. she really? Well, she's part of like a doll. I thought group. you meant the mafia there for a minute, <laughs> or work and for Mattel. Yeah, like it's also like American Girl dolls and all that kind of like a. Yeah. There's a Facebook group she's a part of. She has a friend who is from India and has a little girl, and they live here. And the little girl wants a doll that looks that she can kind of relate to. And do you know they 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 found her one? It was hard to find. Wow. It's you know it's a shame that any of that should be hard to find today, though, well, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it should be commonplace. If that, you're a toy yeah. manufacturer, it's right. harder for you because you have to you have to create a ton of products. But it does matter to people. So isn't that cool? You're gonna open it? I don't think so. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your next Hollywood Outsider at eight twenty. Coming to you next, though, Angie eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. The scary movie that has stayed with you all of your life. Eat, drink, and be scary. Our Halloween recipes are online for you at murphysamandjody.com. Be sure and grab them. Um, Before they grab you. (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. Thank you. 877-310-4MSJ to join us anytime. Yeah, scary movies that really stuck with you. What's yours? uh, Scary movies that really stuck with you. What's yours, Angie? Well, the movie that stuck with me my whole life was Salem's Lot. Oh, can't say that I ever saw it. Mm, just the word Salem. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when I, would, I watched it when I was about 12, mm-hmm. and I couldn't sleep for like a year and a half. I'm not exaggerating. Oh, I believe And then when I, was, when I was 20, I had to drive to North Carolina from Oklahoma, and I went through Salem, and oh. I was freaked out the entire time. I was so scared. Oh. <laughs> Okay. It's okay. I, I watched it as an adult, mm-hmm. and I was like, are you kidding me? And I, was I really scared of that demon? Oh. But the one part that really scared me was when the, the little brother died, and he floated up to the window, and that still scared me. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I don't like yeah. that either. Yeah. You have to forgive yourself for the things that you believed or, or thought or felt when you were a child. I mean, everything is brand new exactly. to a child. Right? Even demons. Yes. Okay, Every, especially scary <laughs> stuff that you can't make sense of. Especially a vampire, come on. Yeah. yeah. They're not all uh, romantic like Blah. we like to read. Blah. Right. Well, thank you for this one. It's a good yeah. reminder. Thanks, Angie. We appreciate it. That's another Stephen King movie that I've never seen, mm-hmm. and you've not read that book, huh? No, is it a Stephen King? Yeah, it's another yeah. Stephen King. Everything is Stephen King from that time period, you know? You can do nothing against the master. Mm. Stop, holy man! We'll 
cut the boys' that throat. A creaky mm. door or what? There are always creaky doors. Dude, Sounds you, very 1970s, though. You want a different kind of scare. I'm telling you, read something in the month of October that's a scary book mm. instead of watching. You know, yeah, give the, that a shot. The visions in your own head can be scary. It's 877-310-4MSJ to join us anytime. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Indeed. Some good news for Frasier fans. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Okay, everybody's favorite psychiatrist will be back with a reboot that will air on Paramount+. Plus. Mm. It is going to focus on Kelsey Grammer's main character there, Dr. Frasier Crane, beginning a new life in a new city. He'll be surrounded by new characters, although that all, some of the original, you well, know... Niles has to be involved. I think so, too. Okay. This one ran for 11 seasons yeah. and won, like, 37 Emmys. So, I mean, I guess you can reboot everything. You can reboot him if he wants to show up and do the work. Yeah. Right? And he certainly does. And it was a funny show. It was. Um, Netflix's The Crown, which is one of the number one shows since the Queen's death. It was already a great show. I mean, it is a good show. They are looking to cast a young Prince Harry right now, and they're saying no experience required. Hmm. They're looking for somebody between the ages of 16 and 20, who can, or somebody who can pass for that age. They want him to look like Harry, and that's it. They'll work on any acting tips that they need. An opportunity for a redhead. For a ginger boy, that's right. Um, Prince William and Kate have already been cast. The deadline to apply to be Harry is next Friday. Recently on uh, an After the Show podcast, Sam talked about catching criminals. Well, actually, you didn't. My camera did. Your camera got video of two, you know, hooded individuals who apparently were casing the neighborhood for... Listen to to, uh, uh, Dirty Harry over here. You think I've watched too many movies? Casing the neighborhood. It's just the way he Couple of perps casing the neighborhood. He's been doing this forever. Perpetrators and whatnot. Well, we were talking about how... Um, you know, face recognition technology is something that law enforcement uses now. They can mm-hmm. use it on public cameras, all that kind of stuff. It's really, you know, I think that's really cool next level stuff. But, you know, that's also a technology that you have on your home stuff. Yeah. I don't remember if Ring does it, but I know Nest does face recognition. And then you, every time it, you know, it recognizes a person, you just name the person. And next time it sees that person, it tells you that person is there. Yes. Or yeah. they see that person in your driveway. Unless they got it wrong. And, or you may wait, typing the name in wrong? No, we have a face recognition situation that's wrong. Yeah. It's somebody who shows up and it, and it tells us it's somebody, but it's not that person. Yeah, actually, that's, and that's the reason I bring this up yeah. because there are a couple of these that are happening right now. One of them is, uh, Taylor, I guess ever since Taylor and Phoebe did this really, they dyed their hair this sort of deep maroon. It's a beautiful color. It's now tricking the camera. No, because it thinks that it's it thinks that Taylor, it either thinks Taylor or Phoebe is their friend Carly, mm-hmm. but it's not Carly. So and you see this a, Carly's, and I'm like, it what? announces Car- Carly's, Carly's at the front Carly's door. Carly's at the house. What's going like, on? Why is Carly here? Taylor's not even here. And <laughs> and now, um, now that uh, the uh, their cousin Addison is getting older. It thinks Jody is Addison a lot of times, and I don't know if that's the red hair thing or yeah, you know, or what she's that a is. Ginger, yeah. And it's so funny it's because Addison she lives out of state. Why is she here? Right, exactly. It's like Addison's <laughs> at the front right. door. Hey, Jody, the cousins are here. No, it's but, but it's know. me, and that's dangerous in the world of 
catching criminals, is it not? You probably have to cross-check a lot of things. In fact, everything else. They're probably not using Nest Cam technology. I know. Now, you know, in, I law, know. in law enforcement. Check this out. Um, okay. Old Red is the bar that um, Blake Shelton owns in Nashville. Mm-hmm. He it's just opened song. this one? Uh, I don't know how long ago it's been, but it's been open a bit. Okay. And got a house band. The other night, house band was playing, and one of the security guards there was talking to the band leader, and he's like, hey, I don't want to try a song. I, you know, I sing. And they're like, yeah, okay, well. They and, hear that a lot, I'm sure. Yeah. And so they finally did bring him up on stage. The security guard's name is Kevin. And Kevin sang uh, Tennessee Whiskey. Wow. Security guard. Wow. Dude, that is a seriously good voice. Mm-hmm. Are we going to hear from Kevin soon? Is somebody going to sign him? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to bring him up on stage more often or he's still watching the door. I think he needs oh. to go uh, to The Voice and yeah. say, hey, Blake, I did this in your bar. I'm Kevin.